1: Powered by you.
0: Hello, hello. Listener
1: supported. This is the Relevant Radio Summer Pledge Drive. Answer the call.
0: You're listening to Trending with Timmery, and it's so great to be with you today. And I just want to give a shout out. If you are here with us, you are you stayed with us, you must really love Relevant Radio because... We're asking you for money and everyone is asking you for money. Maybe your kids, maybe your bill collectors, maybe. I mean, so many people could be asking you for money today. With inflation, just the cost of eggs alone, it's unbelievable what we are spending. And so every dollar given, I'm so grateful for John in Fort Wayne, Indiana just gave $10, first-time gift, in a new market. We just bought a new radio station in Fort Wayne, Indiana. We just kicked that uh, channel on a couple weeks ago. Welcome. We're so excited to have you be a part of the Relative Radio Program, to hear Kale Clark and all the programs. My introduction to you. I'm Timory. You're listening to Trending with Timory. and we need to really, we need $38,000. And I'm embarrassed to say it because it's a lot. It's a big goal in the next 55 minutes, but I know we can do it. In fact, Anne from Oak Illinois, just gave $2,000 to Relevant Radio. And that's one of those months where I say, you know what, I know we can do it. $38,000 to go to reach $2.1 million by the end of this hour. Let's go. If you can give $38,000 right now, I thank you. If you can give half of that, uh, maybe closer to fifteen dollars or $20,000, please. But if you can give $10, that's what I'm asking. If 100 people step forward and gave $10 right now, that would put us $1,000 closer to our goal. So if that is what you have, you've been listening all week, you don't have another penny to give, $10 is what I'm asking you to donate. And if you can do more, please pray about it. And do something about it in the next 55 minutes because we need, again, $38,000 in the next few minutes. So let's pray for our needs to be met during this pledge drive and for an end to abortion in the United States. And not just for an end to abortion, to make abortion unthinkable. That's what we need here. So let's pray, turning to Our Lady in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Ooh, a lot to talk about today. I was reading an article from the New York Times. It's an absolute law. They said maternal instincts are a myth made up that man created. And I want to talk about that. Is that true? Is it not? Is motherhood just hard and part of our fallen nature is the reason why? We'll discuss that in a little bit here on Trending. But joining me now is Joe Socora. He's a licensed marriage and family therapist. You may remember him from The Joe Sikora Show here on Relevant Radio. He has his podcast, The Joe Socora Show, and a great book, The Whole World's Going Crazy, But You Don't Have To. And we wanna talk about faith, having faith in the face of adversity. It is so challenging in the polarizing culture we live in or just in those basic family dynamics, peer dynamics. I'd love to hear from you. The lines are open. Are you struggling with adversity? How so? Joe Sikora, free advice, licensed marriage and family therapist from the Catholic perspective is with me. Give us a call. The number is 888-914-9149. Joe, welcome back to Trending.
1: Oh, it's always so great to spend this time with you. And I, I know it's always hard to ask people for money, but I think what you're doing, Tim Ray, the other hosts, what Relevant Radio is doing Is giving back, is giving back hope in the face of difficulty and adversity. So you're really offering something that the world desperately needs right now. So many people struggling and suffering. So, and I love this topic. I was asked actually to do a talk at the Archdiocese in Los Angeles, and the Archbishop's gonna be there and they're gonna have a mass and a rosary. And I said, What do you want me to talk about? (laughs) And they say, How about faith and adversity? And I said, That's it, that's perfect because. It really is an opportunity. Struggle really provides an opportunity for growth. In fact, I want to say it's the only opportunity to really grow in holiness and resilience and mental toughness. And so it's really one of my favorite topics. And I'd say as Catholics, we particularly embrace this idea of adversity, of picking up your cross. You walk into any Catholic church, and what is the first thing that you see prominently? Jesus hanging on the cross. And that same Jesus Mm -hmm. who hung on the cross said, and I want you to pick up your cross and you to follow me. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's central to our faith is really making this new relationship with adversity so that we can grow and become more the men and women that God wants us to be. So thank you for bringing me in to talk about this.
0: I love that you mentioned that the cross is at the heart of this, Joe, because I think a lot of the time people look at their faith and think, Oh, I converted everything's supposed to be so easy. I think of a friend of mine and she converted from Islam and she's Catholic now. She thinks things are going to be great and things start to get a little difficult and she prayed for some specific things and she thought that those prayers would be answered. Hey, I converted, I gave my life over to you. And the prayers weren't answered. She faced some really difficult times and she lost her faith. Stopped going to church, she stopped praying because she was mad. It was almost this vindictive, resentful type of situation. And my heart broke for her because I think sometimes we treat our faith as if, hey, you know, I I do these specific things, I pray these specific prayers, and I get what I want. But we're talking about not just getting what we want, but our needs being met by that transformation of who we are, Joe. And I think that's so significant when we talk about adversity that the cross of Christ is that paradox that is so confusing for the world today.
1: Yeah, it is. I, I always go back and I, I love the Apostle Paul. I love Paul's letters, epistles. I, I read them. I meditate on I focus on them. And one of my favorites is actually Paul's letter to the Corinthians, second letter to the Corinthians chapter 11. And I always think, okay, as a therapist, if somebody walked into my office and said what Paul said, I was like, oh, well, how can I help you here, Paul? And he goes, well, I've worked much harder, I've been jailed more often, I've been beaten up more times than I can count, I've been at death's door time after time, I've been flogged five times, I've been beaten with Roman rods, I've been pummeled with rocks, I've been shipwrecked three times, immersed in the sea. He goes on and on, you know, the, the litany of struggle, of adversity. And yet Paul, you know, I think about that as a therapist, I'd be like, whoa, that is, that is one tough life. But Paul highlights this, as central, really, to his growth in the faith. And I want to say, that is really our avenue. That's what God calls us to do. But he says, right, Jesus doesn't just say, pick up your cross and follow me, and you will suffer. You might suffer, but pick up your cross, and I will lead you into a much holier, better, joyful life. And I think that's the message. Paul says, he said, I can make it through anything in the one who makes me who I am. But that means we have to pick up our cross. And Paul, I want to say before we go on, and and, and again, you know, I'm in the business. Nobody comes to me and says, hey, my life is great. I just want to pay this money so we can have a good time. It's like, no, I'm suffering. I'm struggling. Mm -hmm. And as a therapist, although I don't say this like our first session, but I'd say, great, there's opportunity here, opportunity to grow. You know, if I'm working with a Catholic or another Christian, an opportunity to grow in holiness. But we have to really be willing to embrace it. And Mm -hmm. and Paul, (laughs) I I love this again, he says, and I'm just going to paraphrase this, and he talks about this again in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, the next chapter after he talks about his litany of disasters. He said, I was given the gift, and I'm paraphrasing, of a handicap. You know, that Mm -hmm. thorn in the Mm -hmm. flesh, whatever that Mm -hmm. was. I personally, I think it was something to do with his eyes, but, you know, theologians struggle with that. What is... What was that thorn in the flesh? But he talks about it because he comes to the conclusion, and I've done this in my own life, you know, whether it's been times in my life that I've been broke or suffering with, you know, adversity because of diagnosis that my kids have been given. I I come to the conclusion that, Lord, I don't have what it takes, but you do. And Mm -hmm. I open my heart, I open my mind to God, and He fills me up and He gives me everything that is necessary to find joy, to find holiness, to find happiness, because it is through our struggle that we are connected to God. And that's why I say embrace the adversity. There's something there to learn.
0: Yeah, and you're talking about when St. Paul discusses that thorn in his flesh, right? that that challenge that he had in he, he goes on to say that God appeared to him, and he says, My grace is sufficient for you. Yes. And it's interesting, because I had quoted that earlier in the week, and I've not been talking about what's been going on, but some people might have heard I've had this awful throat issue and been dealing with things, trying to figure out what's going on medically, and we're working through some solutions. I've not talked about this at all, but it seems so relevant to what you're saying, Joe. And I talked to my priest earlier in the week and said, Hey, this is what's going on, know, we're a little worried, and thankfully we received some better news today. But it was interesting because Father immediately said, Timory, I'm giving you anointing of the sick. And it was one of those moments of, well, I'm not really, like, I'm sick, but I'm not that sick. And not that I want to (laughs) deny that sacrament, Joe, but it's overwhelming for me. And it's not something I've talked a lot about, but this is actually the third time I've received anointing of the sick. And Joe, every single time I go, okay, Lord, why? Like, I, I don't understand. And I think that's what's so powerful about God's grace is that His grace is sufficient. And sometimes as we're trying to chase down every avenue, okay, what's happening? Why have I been so sick? Or why is this happening in my family? Why has someone received this diagnosis? We go, why, why, why? And then we're asking and praying to God, and then we're so unworthy of that grace when He gives it to us. And I think that that's, again, part of that paradox of the cross that is so mind-boggling at times.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's, and you, you nailed it. My grace is enough. So often when we pray, we, we pray, Lord, take this cross away from me. Jesus did, right? So we shouldn't be ashamed of it. He said, Lord, before his imminent crucifixion, if you can take this away, but not my will, but your will. And obviously we know what he chose and we know what God chose, which is to allow him to suffer, to die on the cross so that we could have life and a lot of times, I think we, we value more the good things in life. Well, if I have this health, if I have this high-paying job, if I have this success, whatever it is, but God looks at it differently. He says, no, Joe, no, Timory. no, you know, whoever you are listening right now, no, my grace is enough. And, and I think it's interesting, Timory, when you say it's almost overwhelming. It's almost like, yeah. no, God, I don't deserve this. And I guess you're right. <laughs> we don't, but don't. that's the gift that mm. God gives us. He goes, no, I'm going to give it to you anyway. And mm. I think that's the amazing thing.
0: And sometimes it takes him allowing us to get to that point where we're in such need and dependence that his grace just floods in. And if you're there, maybe you're challenged. Maybe you feel like God isn't there yet. You're experiencing all of this adversity. We want to talk about having faith in the face of what you're experiencing. So give us a call. Joe Secor is here. He's a licensed marriage and family therapist. You can call us at 888 888- 914 9149 Again, that's different from if you want to donate. If you want to call and talk to Joe, the phone number is 888-914-9149. We'll be right back with Joe Secor taking your questions. Here's Father Rocky.
2: We only have the rest of today and tomorrow to reach our need of $3 million. Hi, everyone. This is Father Rocky. And if you haven't had a chance to give yet, consider becoming a member of our St. Joseph Recurring Gift Society. Our St. Joseph members donate at least $25 a month on a recurring basis. Knowing that, we can count on those gifts every month. Helps us to budget better. You build it into your own budget, we do the same, and everyone's happy. Our St. Joseph Recurring Gifts Society members receive spiritual benefits throughout the year, including being remembered in prayer perpetually on the feast days of St. Joseph. You can learn more at realmradio.com joseph. And we've got a 100% dollar-for-dollar dollar match this hour. So answer the call and have your gift doubled. Giving online is fast, easy, and secure at RelevantRadio.com or on the Relum Radio app. Or you can call us at 877 291
3: Hey, this is Cale Clark sitting in with Timree today for this hour of trending. As Timree is with her guest, Joe Sikora. Really enjoying the conversation. I know you are as well. Hey, Joe, just follow me on Twitter. Thanks, Joe. Thanks, Joe. <laughs> Appreciate the work you do. And I uh, always love uh, the conversations that you have. It's not with Twitter
0: Timmer. anymore, Kale. That's right. Just it's
3: X. Clear. It's the X.com <laughs> app. I know. I know. I don't want to get in trouble with Elon. That's for sure. But I'll tell you what. We, we are so grateful for your support uh, for Trending with Timory. And in fact, this is your last major opportunity over these next few minutes to support this program. Because guess what? By the time Timory airs tomorrow, the pledge drive will be in the books. Now, you can always give, of course. Uh, we are a charity. You can give any time. But it's really important to show your support this week in particular because we only do this four times a year. It's our Answer the Call Summer Pledge Drive. And you can support Timory right now by calling 877-291-0123. Any gift that you match for these next few minutes will be doubled until the top of the hour with our 100% Partnership Challenge Hour. You can also, of course, go online and get that free gift to talk by Patrick Madrid on angels be an angel for us and go to relevantradio.com, the relevant radio app and make your pledge today timory a
0: gift was just given by raquel and mcallen texas that's actually a new radio station for us and i'm so excited because every time we turn that button on for a new station it's this moment of triumph that jesus christ reigns he mm. reigns in the airways he reigns in mm-hmm. our lives if we just allow that opportunity for him to touch us so Turn your dial to Relevant Radio, pre-program it, download the Relevant Radio app, whatever you have to do, and then make a donation of gratitude. A lot of people are heading to school this week Uh or in the coming weeks, and tuition is expensive. Hey, we pay for it in our taxes here in the United States. (laughs) But if you're grateful for the free gifts you've received from Relevant Radio, it's not free. There's a lot of work behind making it possible, so please support us and we are so grateful we will pray for you and take your intentions if you'll only make whatever donation you can today and we need thirty-six thousand dollars in the next 40 minutes so if you can donate that i know it's a lot to ask but i've actually seen people do it over the last few days Mm -hmm.
3: yeah they sure have and you can do that right now 877-291-0123 no gift is too small no gift is too big it'll be matched 100 percent And you can really double your impact at RelevantRadio.com, the Relevant Radio app. Yeah, McAllen, Texas, Timory has come through a a number of times for us. And yeah, we do want, as you said, you put it well, we want Jesus Christ to be Lord of the airwaves as well. People still listen to radio. Uh, You wouldn't believe the stats on this. It's a great way to reach people. And you can help us do that, 877-291-0123. Or go to RelevantRadio.com and the Relevant Radio app right now. Answer the call. It's our summer pledge drive.
0: so. What's trending? Bridging your Catholic
3: faith with your everyday life. You're listening to Trending with Timory on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app.
0: Licensed marriage and family therapist Joe Secor is with me today on Trending. He has a great book that came out this year. The whole world's going crazy, but you don't have to. And it really touches on this topic of having faith in the face of adversity, having faith through adversity. Joe, if people have questions that they can call now, that phone number is 888-914-9149. But let me ask you a question because your whole book is in many respects about this. You talk about resilience among many other things in the culture we're living in. But this idea of faith through adversity, what does that mean when you say through adversity?
1: That, that's a great question. So let me answer it this way, because I don't think you should go out. Well, let me start by saying this. I run. I've been running my whole life.
2: I, you know,
1: it's one of the <laughs> hardest things I do. And every time I'm running and I say the same thing, this is stupid. Why am I doing this? <laughs> I hate running. And yet before I go on the run, I look forward to it after the run. I'm really excited. I feel good about doing it and it's but it's through that process of running it just as a metaphor for what we're talking about adversities clearly many people suffer way more in their lives because of abuse or neglect than i do during my run but i think about it it's this process of actually engaging and willing to embrace doing what is difficult that's where we grow now there's a term in psychology you've probably heard of it post PTSD post traumatic stress disorder right And that's when somebody suffers something traumatic. It could be something small. It could come from something, you know, being neglected as a child or hurt in some way or bullied. It's not always, you know, because you're a combat vet, but it does happen there. But there's a lesser term that's known and it's called post-traumatic growth. And, And even in the world of psychology, if you separate out faith, and I don't want you to, I want you to embrace your faith. But the whole idea of growing through our experiences, you take what happened to you, whether it was abuse or neglect or something tragic that happened from you, God actually made us, he created us so that we could move through that, so that we could process those negative things and come out stronger. It's actually, we're naturally inclined to do it under the right circumstances, right? We don't always do it. But God created us to do that, to grow, to become something more. But we have to take what happened to us, find what is meaningful, recognize how we've survived, and recognize and look at how our life can be difficult as a result of moving through that tragedy, whatever it is. And again, in the world of psychology, we call it post-traumatic growth. In the world of our Christianity, our Catholicism, we call it picking up the cross and following God, because that's where we meet him.
0: It's interesting. Someone just called and they wanted to share this. When someone starts asking why, why God? Instead of asking why, a person said, instead, spell why backwards, Y-H-W, which would stand for your holy will. I like that. It's different. I think it's a little bit uh, of one of those things of, hey, maybe I should think. And if you're someone to say why, think of it backward, your holy will. And that's transformative when we see that union to Christ on the cross. And speaking of the cross, I did want to throw something Your way. I was recently listening to a talk, and it was discussing how Our Lady and Jesus, but really focusing on Our Lady, how Our Lady didn't vent or resent what happened in the suffering of her Son. She didn't go around complaining, needing to vent, resentful toward those who had betrayed him or abandoned him, even though even his closest friends. And never did she act traumatized. And it makes me think of what you're saying about post-traumatic growth. I've never heard that. We always hear about PTSD, not not growing from what we suffer from. Sometimes that seems overtly Catholic. But what are your thoughts? And just reflecting on the fact that we don't hear about Our Lady venting, complaining, being resentful or traumatized by the passion of her son.
1: Yeah. And if ever there was an opportunity to feel traumatized, you know, to watch your child suffer. literally on a cross to be you know, beaten beyond recognition, that would cause trauma, unless she actually saw the bigger picture. And I think that's the challenge for us, is to take our trauma, to take our adversity and say, what is the bigger picture? Now, I, I must admit, sometimes we're not always going to understand our struggle. I go back to the book of Job. I love the book of Job, right? In short, Job had everything, <laughs> The devil said, okay, God, yeah, he loves you because you, he has everything. God says, okay, take it all away. He loses everything. Then what happens throughout the whole book of Job? You have the, his friends, quote-unquote, come in who try to say, oh, Job, it happened because of this, or you lost everything because of that. They were trying to explain and understand his suffering, why he had lost everything. And they were all wrong. At, at the end of the book of Job, really, several chapters— God says, look, Job, you don't get, it. where were you when I created the cosmos? Where were you when I put the whales in the ocean? So I think sometimes we don't always understand why we're made to suffer. I think the book of Job points that out beautifully. But I think when we can really embrace God's will, even when we don't understand why we're suffering and say, okay, Lord, let me join my actions to you, to your will, that's when growth and holiness and joy can happen, and I think that's what Mary did. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. she said, "Lord, this is your will. this is a part of your divine um, you know way for us to be reunited with you and and I think she embraced that, and that's why she was able to do it
0: when I was in college, I remember I learned about a particular saint i don't remember who it was who would say not my will but thy will be done each day at the beginning of his day and it recently dawned on me i shouldn't just be saying this at the beginning of the day but having that perspective at the end of the day that after that day that period on the day of okay Lord I accept it I embrace it thy will be done the transformation that needs to occur the suffering that occurred today thy will be done and that's how you have faith in adversity check out Joseph Cora's work we're posting links on social media to his new book that you need to check out it's so good helping us to see why we don't have to go crazy in the midst of the world we're living in
3: I'll tell you what, people are going crazy for your show, Timory. That's what I can say. This is Kale Clark from the Kale Clark Show and the Faith Explain program on Relevant Radio, joining Timory for this hour of trending. And you guys are really showing up for her right now by calling 877-291-0123 to make your tax-deductible donations to Relevant Radio. They are doubled for this hour. It's a partnership challenge hour, and it's your last hour in the pledge drive to support trending with timory i really really want to thank all of you who are doing so right now i want to thank christian in puerto rico i was made a big donation Uh, thank you so much christian appreciate that uh and you know what it's funny timory because we we got a we got a message from a listener off air didn't want to come on the air roy in madison he said every christian should be donating to relevant radio and even if you're a non-christian our country needs it every american should donate hey I agree with Roy, and, and why not make that call right now? 877-291-0123, or go to RelevantRadio.com, the Relevant Radio app. You know, Timmy, one of the things I love about Relevant Radio is we do have a non-Catholics and even non-Christians listening. Uh, they appreciate what we do here. They appreciate what you do here. If you want to support this program, now's the time to call 877-291-0123, or donate easily, securely, and quickly on the app or RelevantRadio.com.
0: We were praying before the show, Kale, and as we were praying, I just thought, I'm so humbled. I'm humbled by everyone who's saying yes to answer the call that God has placed on your heart to support Relevant Radio. There is a lot of animosity. There's a lot of adversity and strife today. And yet here, we're cutting through the weeds and we're saying, this is what Jesus Christ teaches. We aren't backing down. We're not afraid. And we are called to live this out with a grace-filled life. And that's not easy. And I think that sometimes we struggle to say, I am not afraid. I will stand in the face of this and continue to press on. And I'm humbled. I see Jeremiah just gave $20 in New Mexico. Mm. Christian just gave $40. Marie just gave $50. AJ, thank you to all of you. AJ just gave $1,500. You are telling us that you will not back down from the message of Jesus Christ, that truth is truth, God's love is God's love, and there is one way to love someone, and that is through the grace of Jesus Christ. And that's what we're saying here. So how can people continue to donate, Kale?
3: Simply by calling 877-291-0123 or donating securely through the Relevant Radio app or RelevantRadio.com like Shirley in Sacramento capital city of your home state california timory she's donated hundred dollars that becomes 200 it's a partnership challenge only for the rest of this hour answer the call 877-291-0123 you're vital to our mission to bring christ to the world through the media the relevant radio summer pledge drive continues answer
2: the
0: call You're listening to Trending with Timmery, and we're talking about motherhood the rest of the show, diving into it from the perspective of theology of the body. And I want to tie in a New York Times article from last year that I just read for the first time. But before we do, talk about the reality of motherhood. Would you like to know how my day started? I I actually, we were up for hours. It's a long story. There was um, someone at the bottom of our driveway who was flashing a light up the driveway and started to walk up the driveway. The light goes out. No one gets back in the car. And then five minutes later, the car, I never hear a door shut, slowly backs out of the street. Instead of just driving around, it was creepy. Anyways, it's a long story. The sheriff showed up. So it was a long night. We get up. Then I'm with my seven month old. And then My two-year-old gets up, and she comes out. She's all excited to see her sister. And then she gets her stroller all sassy and throws all these blankets that I folded for the 20th time. Uh, She throws all the blankets onto the stroller, and she looks at me, and she says, Don't touch my stroller. Don't fold these blankets. And don't tell me what to do. I go, what? (laughs) What? my jaw drops i'm looking at her like what did you do with my sweet two-year-old oh yeah that's terrible too. Is i don't have a sweet two-year-old all the time she's a little tasmanian you know what half the time Uh, but i was dying i thought oh lord i have my work cut out for me today it's pruning back the branches that are whacking up against my house as this storm is hitting in fact speaking of storms supposedly we're expecting a hurricane in southern california I think the cold waters will cool off that storm, but it'll be interesting what happens in the days to come. However, I digress. I want to touch on this New York Times article and tie it as we finish the show into Theology of the Body and what it says about motherhood. So I read this New York Times article and the headline started like this. This is a total lie. Maternal instincts is a myth that men created. Maternal instincts is a myth that men created. Okay. Let me start here. Number one, there's no research that I have seen to back this up in no neuroscience. And they, they claim that neuroscience has disproven this. And yet there's no study cited in this entire thing. There's no argument for what men, women do have or how women don't. It's total hogwash. I, mean, I don't even know how some of these mainstream publishers even post articles such as these it's a false claim let's put some perspective here motherhood is hard and that's a fact and i think that's what this article touches on that should be talked about but instead they just blame men and the patriarchy and lie about neuroscience it's and i think that's significant because we live in a world where social media puts up a facade we don't see all the horrible moments we see the picture perfect moments and at the same time motherhood and babies are delightful and there are joyful moments too. And if you think about it, even from the perspective of childbirth, most women don't have this horrific vision or view of their childbirth. Most women hardly remember at the joy of seeing their children for the first time and how much they love them. It's an incredible mystery of human reproduction having children. And so the story that's kicked off in this New York Times article is about this woman who asks this new mom of twins, how she's doing. And it's a bit of a loaded question because this woman already knows that the mom's exhausted, overwhelmed, having a hard time bonding with her baby. She's trying everything. She's trying wearing her babies. She's trying talking to her babies and she's struggling. And what does the new mom of two twins say to one of her neighbors in the apartment complex? She says, I'm fabulous. I'm so happy. And the whole article goes on to talk about how that's a lie and that women don't have the space to tell the truth. I do think that's a problem. I think there's much more that needs to be said and discussed with regard to postpartum depression, with regard to the reality. And I'm just thinking about real things that people don't talk about, such as maybe you have an allergic reaction after you give birth to things such as stitches and you are itchy for a long time. Or maybe you're not sleeping because you're feeding a baby all night. Or maybe you're just ravenous and hangry. And we could go on one after another. Maybe you experience severe postpartum depression. Maybe you are doing it all alone because your husband had to go back to work. I don't know. Maybe you end up in the NICU for six days with nowhere to sleep. And you can't even use a restroom nearby. That was my story. And that like, you're still recovering. And It's not easy being a mom. It's exhausting at times. It's overwhelming. Yet this new mom of twins, bless her soul, says she's fabulous. I'm so happy. And someone says, that's a lie. It's just that men say that women are meant to have maternal instincts and we're trying to create this picture-perfect view of having a mommy at home barefoot in the kitchen. Men made that up. I just can't believe we're saying that. Instead of talking about how women need support, and let's be real about postpartum depression and recovering and how challenging it can be not to sleep, among other things, we're really just pointing at men and saying, you made up maternal instincts. Or instead of saying, hey, some women struggle with maternal instincts. We aren't having any real conversations with lousy hit pieces on men from the New York Times encouraging women not to have children because that's what this is. Here's another perspective that I think we need to have, and we're going to tie this in a little bit into Pope St. John Paul II's Theology of the Body, and this is why this is part of the series. I'm including it in the podcast. We have a fallen human nature, but that wasn't God's original design, and that's what we've been unpacking in Theology of the Body. God has a blueprint for the human person. It was a state called original innocence. It was where the human person was so grace-filled that there was this perfect relationship with God and therefore the relationships with neighbor, with spouse, with creation, all was in right order. But in our fallen state, we can't forget about that original intention of God. You see, with our fallen human nature, we have wounds even after the graces of baptism and even after We still have concupiscence, that tendency towards sin, because what was part of the result of the fall? We read it in Genesis chapter 3. In toil, will man work with the earth? You'll be worked against. Things are difficult. And so what do we learn from that? One of the many interpretations is that there's going to be difficulty and strife and adversity with regard to our responsibilities. Yet we still have responsibilities. And when people say that Well, women, some women just don't have maternal instincts. Sometimes it's a little harder to kick into that. Or maybe it's a season in your life where it's difficult, such as not having very much sleep. But here's the bottom line. This is what we do know. And again, these are generalizations, but they're fundamental to who we are as people. Women see people better than men do. In other respects, women have a more interpersonal connection, face-to-face communication. And sometimes with that, we can lose sight of the big picture. Men see systems and big pictures and with that can sometimes lose sight of the particulars and the needs of other people. And with that, what I'm saying is that women have a particular sense of responsibility for other people, in particular, their children. And so when those instincts to figure out every nitty gritty of how to meet a child's need or how to bond with a child or how to help fix things, don't come into play, it's a pain for women. And instead of addressing that pain and that feeling of inadequacy, we say, the patriarchy did this, men made up the maternal instinct. And that's total trash news. That's trash perspective. And I call it because it is. It's a horrible perspective to have and I can't believe the New York Times, it's irresponsible to post something like that online. I believe in free speech, but we've gotta be careful as mainstream uh, media of what is said. Again, there are challenges, but there's a truth to the happiness of a new mom who, even in the face, this mom that we share of having twins, says she's fabulous and she's so happy. She's showing the joy of motherhood. She's showing that the struggle is making her virtuous. She's choosing happiness at times. I remember with my first daughter, I was just talking to my mom about this last week that the weather was so awful for me living in Michigan I'm a sunshine girl from California in nine months of winter and gloom and it would be so dark and I'd be stuck inside and I was struggling with a little bit of depression from the isolation and after having the baby and I remember I just had to be like okay I'm choosing to be happy I'm jumping up and I remember I would dance over and over again with my daughter to Baby Shark I didn't know what to do with her all day long. It was hard. It was just her and I all day long at home, completely removed from my whole family, my whole support. And I would just, I'd sit there and keep trying. I would sing with her. I'd dance through the house. I and mean, we sang, so, and I'm not a singer. It, we would sing and dance. I would talk and talk and talk to her. And so when people say, you know, women don't have maternal instincts, I think more so it's that it's hard to fight against our tendency to just want to turn in on ourselves and be selfish when it's hard. It's a learning curve as parents. And not only do you have to learn how to be a parent, you have to learn how to parent each different child with their different needs, their different elements of bad behavior, their different gifts. I was thinking about that this week in that huge unknown of how to be a mom. I was at a doctor's appointment this week and a dentist appointment and another appointment and as I'm in all these different appointments, I'm sitting here babbling on and on to my seven-month-old as I'm enjoying, it. it's just she and I at all these appointments and the receptionist is there. And I'm thinking, I probably sound like a crazy lady as I keep talking to my daughter nonstop and narrating every little thing that I'm doing. But babies learn through their senses. And this is where the neuroscience proves that this just hit piece on men in this anti-motherhood article wrong from the New York Times because babies learn through the senses first and foremost in the mother's body they have that sense of taste touch hearing knowing the mother And when they come out of the womb there's that great comfort for them that can even revive children who have been declared death dead by holding them skin to skin that touch hearing the heartbeat hearing the mother's voice it's all so significant for for them psychologically and neurologically, we could point to studies where women talk more to babies than men do. Why is this significant? Because it helps their brain to develop. It's incredible. There was a study of a child in California where people said, yeah, kids don't need parents. Kids don't need to be nourished. And they locked the child away for, I think it was 12 years. And they said, you know, kids will just, you know, grow up on their own. Guess what? The child couldn't speak at 12 years old. The child had next to no function and was basically completely stymied and developmentally damaged because of this lack of fundamental, basic conversation in care from parents, but especially from the mother. There's this great book, Being There, Why Being There in the First Three Years Matters. And it's not exclusively saying, oh, you just need to be there the first three years. But it says why the science is so important for helping to educate and train and form that young child. So as you see these hit pieces on motherhood, as you see these hit pieces on men, don't take it. The truth of the matter is, is that women, the vision for women, one of the great gifts, one of the gifts, not the only gift women will live out is motherhood and we're going to talk about them just in just a little bit in our Theology of the Body series. I'll be right back here on Trending with Timory.
2: Changing lives in your neighborhood and
1: across the nation. Here's another relevant radio miracle moment. When my mom was in hospice and dying, I got really angry with God. And I didn't want to go to church anymore. I didn't care anymore. I just walked away. But One of the nurses at the hospice introduced me to Relevant Radio and I started listening. I started listening to your show and then I started listening to other shows and that was three or four years ago and I haven't stopped listening since. And I would not know what to do if this radio station went off the air. It keeps me going. And I hope that more and more people start listening and more and more people they're giving what they can so that you stay on the air for people like me and
2: others. Touch a heart and change a soul by making a donation to Relevant Radio
3: today. This is Kale Clark from the Faith Explained program and Kale Clark Show on Relevant Radio coming to you with Timory. For these last few minutes of trending, your last opportunity to support Timory and what she's doing here eight seven seven two nine one. 0123 is that number to call right now. And you can also go to the relevant radio app, relevantradio.com. Don't forget any gift you make during our answer the call pledge drive. And this is the last day, the last night for Timory's program on this pledge drive. So if you want to support her, your gift will be matched dollar for dollar. We have a partnership challenge right now. A generous benefactor has said, hey, no matter how high the amount is, I want you to make me sweat here. Give a high amount, give a low amount. It doesn't matter. I'm going to match it 100%. I want to thank Stephen in San Diego, California. Of course, Timory's hometown. Uh, He has given $50. He's a new donor. Thank you very much, Stephen. Appreciate you and all that you do. Listening to this program, listening to Relevant Radio, that gift becomes $100 because it is doubled right now, Timory.
0: Someone just gave from Simi Valley, California, twenty-five dollars. Again, that's a double to fifty. If you can give, we only have twelve minutes left this hour, and. Only this hour, every dollar you give will be doubled. So, Covina, California, Barbara just gave $125 listening on AM 1000, along with another anonymous giver in Alhambra, California, giving $180. Actually, a recurring gift joining our St. Joseph's Society. So, we will be praying for mm. you with particular intercession to St. Joseph. We ask you if you can support us please do. I'm so grateful and honored to be able to come alongside you to answer your questions, to work through the challenges of where our faith meets the current culture we are living in. And one of those topics that is hot and heavy in the culture mm. today is motherhood, from abortion oh, to yeah. surrogacy, you name it. It is one that is in full, uh, I think, attack mode from... The secular culture. Satan hates motherhood. We know this. <laughs> it's no surprise. Yeah. And so we mm-hmm. need to stand true to motherhood and help build up women to be mothers and come into that
3: role. Uh, so many of you really support Timory and really are grateful for her woman's perspective, for a mother's perspective right here on Relevant Radio. If you want to answer the call and help keep trending on the airwaves, Call 877-291-0123. Go to the relevantradio.com website. Go to the app. If you give online through the app or website, we'll send you a free talk by Patrick Madrid. Really want to thank an anonymous donor in Richardson, Texas. Texas Strong. Texas coming through for us tonight. Giving a $50 gift. Thank you so much. That becomes $100 with a partnership challenge. Only for these next few minutes on Trending. Answer the call. 877-291-0123.
2: We're talking about what you're
0: thinking about. You're listening to Trending with Timory on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. When talking about motherhood, I want to take a call. Joanne from Dallas, Texas is on the line. Joanne, welcome to Trending. What's your question today? Oh, she left, but you know, I want to take this question. I hope you're still listening, Joanne, because This question, it's near and dear to my heart just hearing it. Uh, Joanne shared, my daughter is about to give birth, but she's my caregiver as I'm dying of Parkinson's. How is she to find that balance while caring for me? Joanne, I hope you're with us now. And I so appreciate that you asked this question. And I just want to start by saying thank you. Thank you for asking that question. Thank you for caring for your daughter. And just hearing that, I think that there's a real misunderstanding with regard to illness in our culture today and I think discrediting the value of children of adult children and babies being around suffering and sometimes I think it's easy to feel like a burden especially as you see here I am Joanne you're at the end of your life and here your daughter is at the beginning of new life with her new baby who she's about to give birth to and I understand the pain and fear and concern about p- having your daughter feel pulled in multiple directions. But this is part of the responsibility of what God has allowed for you and what God has allowed for your daughter. And I want to encourage you to lean into the joy of that new life and that new baby who has entered into your home and your ha- family. And as you may wish that you could help your daughter with her baby what a gift in a certain respect it is for your daughter to become a new mom while caring for her own mother and still welcoming this new child into her home. Will that be easy every day? No. But what I do know is that God supplies the graces and you have this unique opportunity to mentor your daughter at the same time as she lovingly cares for you as your primary caregiver. Don't be afraid of that. And I really want to encourage you, ask the Holy Spirit, how can I build my daughter up in her motherhood? How can I help pass on this gift of motherhood? And I want to just emphasize first most that helping her to understand that no matter what she faces in the culture, the needs of her child do come first. That's her as mom. And right now she may, you know, maybe it's her husband at the time, but there will be other people who are going to be offering to help her in those beginning days and moments of having a new baby encourage her not to turn people down because your daughter taking care of you and taking care of her new baby, she might feel pulled in different directions and maybe even want to just say, oh, I'll do it all myself as a stress response. Encourage her to welcome the help as people offer. And even sometimes people coming to visit, people coming to visit if it's a okay environment for you, Visiting the baby can also be present to you and help alleviate her for a moment while they hold and bounce a baby or help rock a baby in their arms. Don't be afraid of that and encourage your daughter to remember her primary vocation there as mother and wife. But as she's doing that, that caring for you does not pull her away from that, but in many respects enhances her to appreciate another stage in life that will be influential for that little baby girl as long as you are able to be around her. But I, at the end of the day, just say, pray to the Holy Spirit. When we have experiences like this that are challenging, God always supplies the graces. And one thing I truly see that a lot of women are struggling with today is confidence in motherhood. And if they do feel confident in motherhood, still needing to hear, hey, you're doing a great job. I'm proud of you. Take this opportunity to tell your daughter, not just how grateful you are for the care she's giving you, but for how proud you are of her in exercising her motherhood already while still pregnant and in the days to come after she gives birth to her baby. We want to let you know that your whole Relevant Radio family, Joanna, is here praying for you. We are praying for you. We're praying for your daughter and that new baby whose face you will see any day now and hear those precious cries. Thank you for being with us here on Trending with Tim Ray. Coming up, I'll be talking with Kale Clark here, joining me on the program.
3: Ah, those precious cries of a newborn. We all love to hear it, but we don't want to cry because we haven't reached our goal here at Relevant Radio. We're trying to get to the $3 million mark. We've just crossed over the $2 million mark, we have $29,000 to go to get to our next major milestone of $2,100,000, $2.1 million. You can help get us there in this hour. It's the last few minutes of trending. It's the last few minutes of trending with Timory for this pledge drive for this summer. So won't you show your support for her right now by calling 877-291-0123 or going to RelevantRadio.com, the Relevant Radio app. I'm Kale Clark from The Faith Explained and the Kale Clark Show sitting in with Timory for these next few minutes, which are a partnership challenge setting up for you over these next few minutes. Just to the top of the hour, your gift will be matched 100% dollar for dollar. Don't miss this opportunity. An anonymous donor, Timory, from Bradenton, Florida, has chipped in with a $1,000 gift. It's this person's second gift of the week, and that is also matched dollar for dollar 100 yes, percent, it becomes two thousand mm. and uh, this person is also a new donor thank you so very much for your support
0: yes thank you and i'm just looking a lot of people are giving in our new markets i think florida we have bought a few new stations this last year in florida richard just gave from clearwater florida a new radio station for us uh, from uh, let's see, Texas, mm-hmm. La Jolla, Maria just gave a new station that we recently acquired as well. You know, it, wow. It's so exciting. We're growing. We're moving forward, only made possible through your generosity. So if you can give $50, if you can give $20, please support the work we're doing here on Relevant Radio. Uh, Patate just gave $11 from Florida. Again, a new newer station for us. If you can give $11, Please support what we're doing. 877-291-0123 is that phone number to give or relevantradio.com.
3: Absolutely. Hey, I didn't know there was a La Jolla in Texas as well as California. I learn something new every day. Well, wherever you may be across the United States or around the world, we're so thankful for you and for supporting our mission. You're really part of the team. We can't do it without you. Answer the call. 877-291-0123, the relevant radio app relevantradio.com and of course when you give online we're going to send you an extra gift as well it's the beautiful talk on angels by Patrick Madrid Uh, so much misinformation about angels out there in the culture Uh, we want you to know the truth we want you to know the truth from the Catholic perspective and that's why he did that talk and by the way when you go to the app just click on the banner and you can see all the pledge drive premiums when you come in at different giving levels Uh, if you come in at the $1,200 level there's there's an amazing carved uh, book holder, which is, which is amazing for reading, it's amazing for uh, propping up your Bible or uh, for priests a Roman Missal, you want to say Mass at home, it's lovely. Uh, check that out. And of course, if you come in at the dollar a day level, we're going to send you a book on the spirituality of St. Therese called I Believe in Love. I believe in you, and I believe that you can call in right now, 877-291-0123, Timree.
0: Shout out to Mary Kay in Rialto, California. Actually, an old mentor in the pro-life movement. She did a pro-life work with, with my mom for years. She just gave a second time this week twenty dollars. Thank you, Mary Kay, and thank you as always for mm. reaching out and for that incredible pro-life witness and voice you've been over the years. Hey,
3: she deserves a pink Cadillac, Mary Kay. If you catch my drift for that. Oh, <laughs> it's not the same Mary Kay. It's a different one. But we we she thank might you. drive
0: a pink Cadillac. I could one. see her driving one.
3: <laughs> <laughs> one never knows. Thanks to Doris in Phoenixville, Pennsylvania. Also coming in uh, with a wonderful gift of $100 online. She's a new donor. You're going to be getting that talk by Patrick Madrid uh, sent to you. Thank you, Doris. Also want to thank Joseph in Placentia, California, who's given uh, really a $240 gift online. Oh, thank, thank you, you very too. much. Alhambra, California. Really, your, your home state of California is really representing right now, Timory. $180, a recurring gift of $180 or St. Joseph's Recurring Gift Society you'll be added to uh, those ranks uh, and that's really important Father Rocky talks about that all the time we have special prayers special masses offered for our St. Joseph's Recurring Gift Society you can answer the call right now, 877-291-0123. We will not be here tomorrow, folks. Uh, Timory and I, this is it. The last couple moments for you to double your impact with a 100% matching challenge support training with Timory by going to the Relevant Radio app and relevantradio.com right now.
0: Thank you so much for supporting us. That phone number one more time is 1-877-291-0123. Thank you to Darlene, Layla, Jocelyn, Tim,
3: Karen, and everyone who stepped forward, God bless you all.